I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Acting as moderator for tonight's broadcast. I'm your moderator, Chris Paul. Let's be reasonable. A water shortage, you say? You must be missing the red wave. It's high noon for Tuesday, August 17th, 2021. Follow the podcast on the Telegram Messenger app at t.me slash I'm your moderator or join the discussion thread at t.me slash I'm reasonable. You can also find me on Gab and Getter at I'm your moderator. The substack is I'm your moderator dot substack dot com and the merch site is www.cancelcouture.com. If you're having browser issues, just put in shop.spreadshirt.com slash cancel dash couture. Today is the 209th day of Barack Obama's third term as served by the half dead, demented, degenerate, ventriloquist, dummy, fake proxy president Joe Biden, who is overwhelmingly compromised by the Chinese Communist Party, the patriarch of one of the most corrupt families in American history and the father of one of the most despicable sons who ever walked the earth. That's Hunter Biden. So congratulations, commies. You branded yourselves as the people that know absolutely everything, and you have a simple, easy-to-understand explanation for absolutely everything that happens all the time. And because it's so compelling, so simple, so easy to understand, and so ubiquitous, it substitutes perfectly for knowledge. You spread it around everywhere, And people are like, oh, well, hey, this commie really knows their stuff. They've got an answer for everything. It's amazing. And if I ever doubt them, all I need to do is turn on the television or check the notifications on my news app on my phone. You know, read some headlines, do some reading is what I'm saying. And you immediately find out, wow, that commie really does have the explanations for everything. I'm just going to believe them all the time. Don't even need to look for myself now. I already checked this commie's information once. Checks out. Saw it right on my own television. Read it right on my own phone. And the corporations that are producing the television program and producing the notification on my phone. Well, they agree too. Amazing. 
And if I ever doubt all of them, well, I can just try to find out what the experts say, you know, at the universities. Oh, the experts say the same thing. Guess this commie really knows what's what. And I'll tell you, you know, I've looked for people trying to argue the other side, but it just doesn't seem like there are any. Check Instagram, check Twitter, check Facebook. I did a Google search through the exact browser they wanted me to use. It's their browser. I did all those things. Cannot find one credible person saying the other thing. Every time I see that it's a credible person, I try to figure out who that person is. Bingo, bango. Here we have the Atlantic or the Daily Beast or CNN telling me, hey, that Nobel Prize winner in the exact science we're referring to is not credible. Craziest thing. You would have never guessed it. Did wonderful work for 30 years of a storied career. And then all of a sudden, early 2020, person became a conspiracy theorist out of nowhere. Who could have predicted it? No one. That's the craziest thing. We had all these world-renowned experts who are just the, the best in the world at their field of study. Always among the most respected people in their field. No one ever had a bad word to say about them. They were just chugging along. Pathway to success, to notoriety, to legend status. And sure enough, 2020 starts. Few weeks, few months later, conspiracy theorists just out of nowhere everybody knew them fantastic reputations pillars of their community excellent relationships with their family strong sober clear-eyed out of nowhere just a conspiracy theorist and because all those experts became conspiracy theorists, well, now we can't trust them when they say the opposite thing of what the television and the newspapers and the universities and the tech companies say. So, I mean, I guess there really are no credible people on the other side of this argument. I didn't expect it either. I thought there would be a real reason debate here about stuff that seems to be constantly wrong, like that masks work, for instance. But it turns out there's no one credible on the other side arguing the other point. And I've looked. They showed me the whole thing. Everybody on that side. I was shown all of them. Some things they said were fact-checked, so I know those are wrong. And then eventually these people said enough crazy conspiracy theory things that they just got censored right off the platform. And you know what? Thank goodness. Because they turned into conspiracy theorists a year and a half ago and started saying all these dangerous things and there was nothing stopping them. So now we have people going out and pretending that the election was stolen because they don't believe Joe Biden got 81 million votes, which is 15 million more votes than Hillary Clinton got. And that was the biggest total of all time. And Joe Biden just went out and smacked that total down. 15 million more people. That's almost like a 25, 20, 25% increase over Hillary Clinton. Joe Biden is the most popular president of all time. So it's crazy that anyone even would doubt that. Like the most popular president ever. It's right there in the number, 81 million. Why would anyone doubt it? Most popular, simple. 81 million, most popular. Done. That's it. If you're the most popular person, of course you can get 81 million votes. And if you get 81 million votes, well, that means that you're the most popular person. So of course you could get 81 million votes. Don't you understand? Don't you understand? 
<laughs> Anyone who disagrees with that logic is a conspiracy theorist. A conspiracy theorist, I'll tell you. These people are nuts, okay? They're crazy. They're not attached to reality. And we are reaching an even higher pitch of insanity right now. And before I get into that, you know, here's the thing. Here's the thing, commies. You have that little tiny part of you that still wants to be part of the real world, right? I know you get to just watch Netflix all day and chill. Netflix and chill with my squad. Oh, I'm waiting on Postmates. I don't want to go out to get my food because then I might get sick. It's better to have a poor person bring me my food because they don't have a job anymore. But, you know, if I use Uber Eats, then they do have a job. And then I can watch Netflix and chill. Now, those kind of commies do exist 100%. And everybody knows them. In fact, you can see them. You can spot them without knowing them. They have a mask on. But so many of those people still have that one little light shining through one of those little cracks. And every now and then they think, hey, this whole thing's kind of crazy. How did I get to the point where I am telling people that they need to take a vaccine so that we can get herd immunity, even though the vaccine doesn't keep me from getting or spreading a disease. How can I be saying that? It doesn't make any sense. I know deep down it doesn't make any sense. And the thing is, Kami, you have to trust that feeling, okay? Trust yourself. Reconnect with your nature as a human animal and trust your instinct that the thing you're saying that doesn't make any sense actually doesn't make any sense. And that it's for a very good reason. It's because the thing you're saying is incoherent. Okay. It cannot make sense because it refutes itself. If you've gotten to that point, all right, where you recognize that about one thing, just apply it to one more thing. Just one more thing today. Just get to the second thing for me. Okay. And for the people on our side, if you know that that person who you're trying to get to see the light, if you know they have one particular issue where there's some of those cracks and the light is starting to show through, that's the issue you red pill them on. All right. And then you say, okay, well, if, if you believe this, then what about this? Like show them the fact that Anthony Fauci does experiments on dogs. Show them the fact that Anthony Fauci funds experiments or not even experiments, just funds a process whereby late-term abortions are performed so the body parts can be harvested, okay? They know Fauci lies. They are defending the lie because they don't want to give up the fact that they've been wrong this whole time and that they participated in a uh, society-destroying farce, okay? But they know. They know Anthony Fauci is a liar. So you layer on to that. Now, if you're the sort of communist has, who has gotten past that point, well, hey, maybe you've become a redeemable communist. And with that, I would love to extend a warm Tuesday high noon welcome to all of the redeemable communists out there. Hello, commies! Welcome to the show. It's time. You know it's time. Just migrate back to America. We're welcoming you, right? With open arms. That's the thing about America first. We like Americans. We like other people too. But right now, we're concerned with Americans. Because Americans are the ones that currently need to benefit from the greatness that is America. So simple. And all you have to do to migrate back here is to leave all of those stupid and evil 
child-brained communist thoughts behind. Leave them back in this fantasy utopia you believe yourself to be living in and migrate back to the real world. Migrate back to America where, yes, you might have to exert a little more effort to understand the important issues impacting your life. And you might have to exert a little more effort to react properly to those things. So, you know, you're going to do some more living. You're not just going to get to watch Friends reruns every day for the rest of your life as you order sushi. Sorry. I know that that's what you had planned. But it's going to be about a little more than that, commies. You're just going to have to come back to America and do the hard work with the rest of us. How about it? What do you say, commies? Now, what we have right now, and I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on Afghanistan because I think that this is a massive distraction that is leading to the ejection of Joe Biden. And I don't think that we can affect too much of that. And I don't think that we stand to benefit much from it. Okay. And I'm going to try to explain that. I'm going to lay out where my head's at first and you can agree with me or not. Again, I'm trying to work this out for myself, right? Because there's a lot of stuff about this Afghanistan thing that doesn't make sense. But what I am sure of is that this is the size of distraction that they believe necessary to take America's eyes off the election fraud and the audits. Okay. And that is the ultimate issue. There is nothing at all in the world that puts itself above election fraud and the audits in terms of current events. There's not even anything that could be bigger than that, okay? And you're like, well, like, what if they started uh, bombing? Like, what if there was a terrorist attack? What if there was another 9-11? Well, if there was, then we would have to put that in perspective and be like, yep, I guess they are stooping to this level, this level to distract from the election fraud and the audits. All right. That's the only reaction to have. There is no uniting behind the commander in chief because there was an attack on American soil. And you know that that's what they're working up to. They're even giving us the excuses and the suspects beforehand. They're talking about flying in like 60,000 people from Afghanistan, many of whom are Afghans. And by the way, I'm not saying anything bad about the Afghan people, but in the mix of whatever population they bring in from a foreign country, there are going to be people that aren't vetted. In fact, they're not going to vet most of the people. And when they don't vet most of the people, there is a very strong probability that some bad people get in with the perfectly normal and nice people. And what are they going to use those bad people for? They're already setting up the story where they can have another 9-11. They said on television yesterday that the people we see falling from the C-17 military aircraft as it takes off from Kabul are a bookend to the man jumping out of the World Trade Center on 9-11. And isn't that convenient? These perfect bookends, just two American disasters bookending this 20-year period. And Joe Biden wanted this to all be done by 9-11-2021, right? That's what he pushed Trump's May 1st date back to, 9-11. I wonder, honestly, and say this is crazy, that's fine. It is speculation, I understand that. I wonder if their timeline has been pushed up. I wonder if what happened this past weekend 
was in response to the cyber symposium. And it was really supposed to be on September 11th so that we could get that perfect bookend story. And you might say, what are you saying? All of what we're seeing is fake. Well, you know, I'm not going quite that far, but I'm going pretty close to it. All right. Now, I have no doubt that Joe Biden has no ability whatsoever to execute a successful military mission. All right. So I'm not saying that. And I'm also not saying that this situation is not going to be extraordinarily bad for Joe Biden. Okay. And it will be. Because the media is allowing it to be. And in fact, they're promoting that it is. You have mainstream media people, the people who have been the biggest uh, fake news Trump haters for the last six years, now just going in on Joe Biden after providing him all the cover imaginable. Providing cover about the fact that he was illegitimately elected. They've been doing that for nine plus months now. And now they are not providing Joe Biden cover for Afghanistan. Why? What happens if Joe Biden is removed? Well, a whole lot of Trump voters who are not maybe in tune with the election fraud and the audits and everything, they kind of tuned out from politics after they cast their vote. They dealt with their disappointment. And now it's too toxic for them to talk about politics because everyone around them believes the January 6th nonsense, right? And so maybe they are pacified or satisfied now that Joe Biden is removed from office. Kamala Harris gets pushed in. They all blame the Afghanistan thing on Joe Biden. They start floating rumors that Kamala Harris had nothing to do with that decision, that she was, you know, siding with the generals the whole time. And she seems like the responsible person to lead us out of the Joe Biden disaster. Everybody agrees that Joe Biden is old and demented and probably should have never gotten the job in the first place. They use the 25th Amendment or some other process and Joe Biden is gone. Okay, it seems like the media is leading up to that possibility and it's pretty on the nose. Like, I don't I don't think anyone you know, you can disagree with my conclusions, but you can see what they're saying now. This is just what it is. Okay, they're already trying to throw uh, Jake Sullivan under the bus and blame it all on him. And I'm sure that's coming from the Biden camp. That won't work, even if he is fully thrown under the bus and resigns. That's not going to be good enough. They'll keep pushing and, you know, saying that rightfully it's Joe Biden's fault. It is Joe Biden's fault. Jake Sullivan will not be enough and they'll keep going after Biden. Okay, so Joe Biden came out and gave that speech yesterday. That speech was absolutely shameful and embarrassing. Biden lied about his own positions and there is plenty of good reporting on that today one of the best pieces is in just the news it traces back some of joe biden's quotes from the early 2000s about afghanistan and nation building and whatnot and compares that to what he's now saying he is obviously lying okay so he lied about that he tried to push the blame off onto other people while saying that the buck stops with him That is obviously nonsense. He didn't really talk about what was happening on the ground or how to fix it. He tried to position himself as a staunch anti-interventionalist, and he has absolutely no history of being that person in foreign policy. Again, we're talking about a man who was known to have some of the worst foreign policy judgment of all time, right? Joe Biden is not doing this out of principle. There is no way that's possible, okay? If he was doing it out of principle, he would have simply said, yeah, Donald Trump was right to want to move us out of Afghanistan. We're going to do it on this schedule and we'll be out. And that would have happened in May. But instead, he didn't want to do it at all. Then he delayed it. 
and now he has botched it. But did he botch it or was it undermined by the incompetent military leaders like Mark Milley and Lloyd Austin and the military industrial complex? You know, the military could have executed a proper withdrawal. I have full faith that the military is capable of doing that. It seems to me like the military industrial complex chose not to. And in choosing not to, they create some sort of big visual and big humanitarian crisis that now there is a moral imperative for America to stay put and put thousands of troops back into Afghanistan and restart the process of nation building and hold up the infrastructure for corruption that has been built up there over the last 19 plus years. That seems like the military industrial complex's goal. Okay. Now, China's goal is to have Afghanistan and be able to mine their rare earth minerals so that China becomes the number one manufacturer of technology and that America does not have access to supply next generation batteries, for instance, or the microchips and semiconductors that are now being produced in Taiwan that Trump wanted to bring back to America, the production of all sorts of things. Decoupling from China means that America has the ability to be self-sufficient instead of relying on China for countless inputs into our own manufacturing processes, okay? So part of that is a financial thing, obviously. Part of it is a national security thing. And then part of it is if we're using Chinese technology, the Chinese can influence our outcomes, as we see with things like voting machines. So we have kind of the deep state military industrial complex wanting to stay in Afghanistan and control Afghanistan. All right. And it seems like most of that from the Pentagon or from the Afghanistan papers that I was discussing yesterday in that interview with Michael Flynn. There is just a swamp of corruption that has been created in Afghanistan where the deep state and the military industrial complex do nothing but profit. There's a drug trade. You know, maybe they want the same resources, but they have their own motivations for staying in Afghanistan. And interestingly, you know, George Soros tweeted out yesterday that like Xi Jinping is this enemy of the world. So apparently the deep state and China are a little mad at each other right now. All right. So if I'm right about what I'm saying here, then we have deep state slash military industrial complex motivations, and we have the motivations of China and the Chinese Communist Party. And those motivations often work in concert, right? But what if they have different motivations right now? What if China has overstepped an agreement, for instance. Now, the way I'm looking at this is that we can see Joe Biden in his position, and there is basically no good outcome from what's happening here. How does that happen, right? I think Joe Biden is fully compromised by the deep state military industrial complex Of course, just as every American president for basically almost my lifetime. I mean, maybe not Reagan, but certainly Bush 41, Bush 43, Clinton, Obama and the fake president. All fully compromised by the deep state and the military industrial complex, right? Joe Biden is also fully compromised by the Chinese Communist Party. Okay, so. Joe Biden could be serving two masters whose needs run parallel almost all the time, but perhaps not right now. And so what we have is Joe Biden in an impossible situation. 
He has to fail one of those masters. They cannot both win in what Joe Biden is doing, although maybe he tried. And the thing that I just can't get past is how the media is treating all this, right? So the background, of course, is that we know the election was quite obviously stolen. The proof is coming out more and more each day. A weakened Joe Biden means the election fraud situation becomes more precarious. People are more likely to believe that they were tricked when they see the thing that they voted for completely imploding in public. And that's what's happening right now, right? So they're opening up this exposure to Biden's weakness, and they have to be doing that for a reason, okay? It would be insane to think that they're just leaving him vulnerable to the election fraud stuff without a good motivation. So are we seeing that the media's priority is much greater than simply the Democrat Party, right? It's the deep state, the intelligence communities, the military industrial complex, and Perhaps the global communist agenda. But regardless of what their ultimate motivation is. The state media does not tell the truth, right? They might have to tell some of the truth just to keep things related to what people can see in their own lives. You know, I made I made T-shirts. Actually, they're up on the merch site. But they say CNN based on a true story. You know what I mean? That's really what it is. That's how we have to understand the state media. We are not being told what's happening. We are being told a version of what's sort of happening. And that version we're being told is to convince us to feel a certain way and then support or allow things based on those emotions. They are not telling the truth. Ever, okay, based on a true story, they give us a fictionalized world to believe in. They don't tell us the truth sometimes. The world is fictionalized. They've built a world and they are committed to the world they've built. It's just like any other story, okay? This would be like in Game of Thrones, right? Near the end of season one, Joffrey. Rather than uh, having Ned Stark beheaded, hey, spoiler alert, rather than having Ned Stark beheaded, instead, Joffrey just turns to the camera and is like, hey, guys, you know, dragons don't exist in real life. Like, and then just going back to the rest of the world in the show. And yes, I know that they were books first. Thank you. That would be crazy, right? The fictional world never comes out and admits, oh, hey, yeah, yeah. Just remember, this is fiction. No, you're supposed to be immersed in the world. That's the only way that the story remains compelling. Like if they had Daenerys, mother of dragons, breaker of chains, hallowed be thy name. I don't remember what. The rest of her titles were. But if they showed her with dragons and the next scene was Joffrey being like, LOL, there are no dragons on Earth. You'd be like, "Okay, well, now it's not a show anymore. You know, media is doing the same thing. All right. And it is especially strange to watch uh, the media skewer Joe Biden over this Afghanistan thing. And most of the media on our side do the same thing. All right. Maybe people are just playing to advantages. You know, there is an advantage for our side to get rid of Joe Biden. Perhaps their side thinks they have a better shot with Kamala. They can eject Joe Biden, do this politically untenable thing. The country will accept the Joe Biden scalp as recompense and then move on. On the right, people will be like, oh, yeah, you know, good. We'll get Biden out of there. Everybody knows that uh, he was an illegitimate president and he's out. 
So now we just deal with Kamala until 2022. And the, the Romneys, the mainstream people on the right who are part of the unit party, they're going to go with that. All right. They would love that misdirection, that distraction. Okay, well, we got rid of Biden. That's enough. Let's focus on the 2022 elections. Let's focus on getting voter IDs, even though election fraud happens in states that have voter ID. Total misdirection. An easy way to lead part of the election integrity movement, part of the MAGA movement, part of the American First, America First movement, down the wrong path. That's what they want. And part of the deep state and the military industrial complex and the intelligence community and the global communist movement is probably happy to move to Kamala. They probably believe that with the help of the Romneys, they can convince enough of the country that what we need to do in this time of crisis is put our faith behind our commander in chief, Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris who we don't even know is legally allowed, constitutionally allowed to serve as president. And of course, that hasn't mattered yet because she is an illegitimate vice president. But if they try to make her president, then what? Right? And then who's going to go in behind her? The entire thing is illegitimate. The entire thing. Getting rid of Joe Biden is not... And cannot be the ultimate goal. And what I see happening in media and from the mainstream right, the mainstream left, the Romneys and the Obamis working in concert with the commies, the American commies, the globalist commies, but maybe not the CCP. What I see is the movement to remove Joe Biden and hope that that's enough. And if they can string this narrative out over the next week or two, then they can take people's eyes off the Arizona audit report coming out. All right. Is this too big? Am I going too far? Am I speculating too much? Hey, maybe I am. Okay. Maybe I am. But something about this does not make sense. And I want to know what the next move is because I don't want these commies distracting Americans, real Americans, from what needs to be done. And what needs to be done is making sure that every single American knows that the election was stolen and not by a little bit, by all of it, completely, totally fraudulent okay every state in the country audit every state there is no other goal don't tell me that joe biden is gone so we win that's not a victory all right that is a distraction that would be like in a basketball game getting the other team's uh star player to foul out okay nice accomplishment did you win the game no, then keep playing. All right. That's not the end of the game. Getting the other team star to foul out is not how you win. And my sense is that they're going to try to feed us some red meat so that we get stuck chewing on that and we take our eyes off the ball. There is only one ball election fraud. The entire system rests on election fraud. The ideas don't convince anyone who isn't totally brainwashed by the state media's propaganda narrative that they've been getting fed for their whole lives. And again, I accepted that narrative for most of my life. Many, many people have. Many of those people have woken up and many more are every single day. Do not discount that. And do not let anyone think that Biden is the end goal. 
And pieces of the swamp are not the end goal either, because what they're going to be able to do is tie Joe Biden to every single one of those pieces. They can tie Joe Biden to whoever they need to. They can get rid of as many people as they want to make their distraction effective. Okay. They can tie Joe Biden to everyone, including to the Chinese Communist Party. Why do you think the state media is willing to report about some aspects of Hunter Biden's laptop right now? Nine months after they should have done it. Now they're reporting some aspects of Hunter Biden's laptop. You know, Sean Hannity tried to say the other day that he has access to a copy of the laptop, but his lawyers say he's not allowed to report it. Well, I've never heard anything like that from a quote unquote journalist. Journalists have risked their lives and their freedom to bring the important truth to the American public. Sean Hannity isn't risking anything. He's just saying, well, you know what? I have the inside scoop on all this really important stuff. Too bad my lawyers are preventing me from telling the truth. Oh, well, Sean, what a brave, brave man you are. <laughs> what a, what a clown. I just stopped myself from swearing. I'm trying to be good, you know? What a clown Sean Hannity is, honestly. What an, I can't do it. I can't do it. What an utter tub of shit Sean Hannity is, Okay. What a fucking liar that man is. Hey, Sean, you got this world changing truth. You're just going to tease it till after the break. Is that it? <laughs> what a clown, man. He like pretends he's friends with President Trump. So people still like him. Oh, no one can see through it. Sean Hannity. Master of disguise. <laughs> What a clown, dude. Your lawyers are preventing you from sharing important truths with the American public. Hey, Sean, you just admitted you're not a journalist and no one can trust you. How about it, buddy? You're one of the richest, quote unquote, journalists in the world. Can't take a risk. Your lawyers say it's too dangerous. Well, hey, buddy, you're not part of the fight. And if you're not part of the fight, what are you? A traitor to your country and to your audience. So get fucked. So the media will talk about the laptop now. They just wouldn't do it in October, right? If they did it in October, no one would have ever believed that Joe Biden really won. All right. Not even the child-brained, rock-dumb communists who still think that Joe Biden won. You have to be dumber than that, okay? Which is almost impossible. But no one would have believed Joe Biden could get 81 million votes while his son is clearly compromised and on camera doing crazy sex and smoking crack and selling out American foreign policy to our greatest adversaries across the world. No one would believe that Joe Biden would get 81 million votes under those conditions. So all of the media participated in saying, oh, you know, this just looks like it has uh, all the markings of Russian disinformation. What markings? <laughs> Honestly, what markings of Russian disinformation? does that have 50 former intel agents oh those 50 former intel agents you mean the same exact people that are still appearing on the mainstream media to tell us that joe biden is a disaster in afghanistan how does that work how does that work you defend joe biden to the point of calling his son's laptop Russian disinformation last October, and now you throw him to the wolves, right? So what they wanted last year was to provide cover to keep the election fraud system in place 
by installing Joe Biden in the White House, hoping the American public would be convinced and then stealing our elections for all time through H.R. 1. That is obviously the plan. If you doubt that's the plan, well, get your head checked and find a different podcast. So that part of the plan obviously failed. And now their motivations have shifted, right? Joe Biden was there for a purpose. Make sure Donald Trump gets out of office and maybe that's the guy they can believe. Joe Biden was compromised enough by enough people that he was able to get the support of the people pulling his strings so that he would be the selection for who would take over as fake president. He was fully controllable, right? Fully controllable. That's what they believed. The deep state, military industrial complex, the global communist community, the intelligence community, all of them thought Joe Biden was fully under control. CCP also thought Joe Biden was fully under control. Those needs meet and run parallel almost all the time. So everybody agreed, Joe Biden, that's the guy. Now it seems like it has turned out that Joe Biden has a conflict of interest in the compromise, okay? And there is a power play here going on, and Joe Biden is going to get ejected. Everyone will just accept it. And then they think the American public will move on. Oh, it was Joe Biden that was so toxic. But everybody loves Kamala Harris. So she'll come in and then she'll push for H.R. 1 and she's going to get it across the finish line. They're going to use a summer of direct action, which, by the way, good reminder, expect false flags. If you're hearing about public events that are meant to rile up Trump supporters or that seem off brand in any way, don't attend. All right. They are trying to set up Trump supporters. They are trying to call us domestic terrorists. It's insane. So be smart. You see something, say something. Don't talk about violence online. Don't talk about violence with anyone. We don't need violence. Okay. What we need is the truth to be spread. All right. These people telling you all of this stuff in Afghanistan are the same people who told you what happened on January 6th, right? Same motivations. Ultimately, the media didn't change their priorities and they didn't change who tells them what to do. The same people who lied about Trump supporters on January 6th and lied that there was a very violent insurrection. And lied about literally everything on that day. They will not tell you the name of the person who shot Ashley Babbitt. They will tell you that Ashley Babbitt is a domestic terrorist. They will show you John Sullivan's video footage from that day that they paid him for. And they won't tell you that John Sullivan is Antifa. They won't tell you that FBI informants staged the violence. They won't tell you anything about FBI informants, except that it's a conspiracy theory to talk about them. They will tell you that 65 year old grandmothers are domestic terrorists because they walked peacefully through the Capitol building. Right. The same people are showing you this stuff from Afghanistan. And listen. The stuff we're seeing from Afghanistan is absolutely insane. It doesn't look real and it doesn't seem real. Now, do I know it's not real? No. But after seeing what I've seen <laughs> with this media for the last year and a half, pictures of body bags, people being piled into freezer trucks because the hospitals are overflowing with the dead. That didn't happen. People falling over in China from COVID. Same thing from the Delta variant, the very scary variant in India. 
That didn't happen. Right? Wear two masks. No. Joe Biden got 81 million votes. No. Hunter Biden's laptop was fake. No. What have they been right about? They tried to tell us that Jacob Blake was this innocent victim of police violence. Dude had a knife in his hand. He had just like finger raped his baby mama. And he's the victim. The media lies about everything. They just staged an event in the Congress a couple weeks ago where police officers cried on command. And they had Adam Schiff and Adam Kinzinger cry back to them. (laughs) All so that everybody will do whatever the media says. And now we're supposed to believe everything we see coming out of Afghanistan. You know, how many times do you watch that plane go down the runway with all these Afghans running alongside it before you think, man, there's something strange about this. Why is this one in the front smiling and waving his hands like he's on spring break? Why is everyone in the inside of this plane? Why do they look like they're posing for a group photo At summer camp, why do we have footage of thousands and thousands of people stampeding into an empty airport? They all just arrived there at the same time. It looks like uh, Best Buy on Black Friday. You know, it's all dramatized. And again, I know you're like, come on, man, that's crazy. Don't say stuff like that. I don't know. I'm right. All right. I just know it's weird. And I'm saying that it's weird. All right. Because it is weird. And we have to stop thinking that we can't say stuff like this. We can't admit these truths because then it's going to it's going to pigeonhole us to somewhere. Hey, you want to take me not seriously? That's your option. You're going to do it in favor of people who are telling you to wear two masks. Well, my friend, I think you might be making a bad decision. Okay. Me saying that footage looks like utter bullshit. That is a thousand times more credible than you telling me that vaccines are going to get us to herd immunity. All right. But tons of serious people say that. All right. So sorry. I'm going to call it exactly how it is. And exactly how it is, is that this video is extraordinarily suspect, especially with the narrative that they're trying to match it to. Why are they running alongside a plane in the first place if they're not trying to grab onto it? Like the plane's going to get away. You know what I mean? You don't need to be closer to it as it lifts off. What are they doing? All right. I... There's so much about it that's so strange. How about the CNN reporter out there yesterday, right? All of a sudden, one day, she doesn't have the uh, the headscarf on. The next day, oh, well, the Taliban's taken over. Now she has her headscarf on. Well, she's hanging out with the Taliban guys, and she says, well, they're chanting death to America, but they seem friendly besides that. What? What? How is that? What world? What real world does that happen in? Right? Are the Taliban there to uh, rape and dominate and own the women? And to stave that off, you've put on the headscarf, but you're still hanging out with them. And sure, they're chanting death to America, you know, like Middle Eastern people do on television. But they're also very friendly. None of this is adding up. And where is all that harrowing footage from other scenes, right? 
Are we getting more harrowing footage? Shouldn't the situation be devolving currently, right? Shouldn't it be getting worse? Oh, the troops are on the ground now. Are they fixing it? They've fixed everything. Are they going to take Kabul back over from the Taliban? Is that going to happen? When do we get footage of that? Okay. We get footage of people being shot as they try to get over walls. Are we going to get more harrowing footage? Where is it? It might be coming again. I don't know. We'll see what the future holds. But right now, this whole thing does not make sense. Okay. Now, I want to stop talking about that. Hopefully, I will not have to talk about Afghanistan anymore. And I know that I said I was going to be short about it and said it was a whole episode. But it is what it is. And I think we covered some very important ground. (laughs) I better think that or else I would have to delete this and then re-record. And that would take way too long. So let's talk about Mike Lindell. Mike Lindell is on the warpath, and it is awesome. Lindell has decided that he's going to do like a uh, frank speech news report update, whatever it is, twice a day right after the war room ends. Okay, so war room goes from 10 to 12 Eastern. Lindell goes on 12 Eastern war room goes from five to six Eastern Lindell goes on at 6 Eastern and he is talking about election fraud and his information and exactly what's happening. All right. What the media is saying about it and how he is going to refute it every single day. Last night, I I love Mike Lindell, man. The guy is awesome. Like once you understand that he actually is smart and he actually does care, you get past your initial thing where you can't hear what he's saying because it sounds like just a bluster from a loudmouth, right? Lindell knows what he's talking about. Last night, at some point, he was talking about his detractors in media, and he goes, I have forgotten more about election fraud than any of these people even know. He's like, I've been on this for, I can't remember if he said 16 hours or 18 hours a day since November 4th, and I kind of know how he feels, honestly. Like someone who tries to tell me that the election wasn't stolen. It's almost impossible to have a productive conversation with them because they don't know anything relevant about the subject. All right. If they did, then they would know the election was stolen. The evidence is overwhelming. It's irrefutable. And anyone who doesn't see it is either, as I've said many times, stupid. They don't understand what they're seeing ignorant they haven't actually looked or malicious because they're either lying or they think that it's okay because they're benefiting lindell is exactly right lindell has it all lindell has said over and over and over again i have validated validated this in every place i need to my goal is to get attorneys general from around the country to sign on board to the quo warranto that i will bring to the supreme court He's being extremely clear about it. There's no doubt. And I hope that I'm able to get some more video of what he was talking about last night. I don't know if on Frank speech, they will be, you know, posting clips from the prior shows. I hope they do. But Frank speech is fully up and running. They show the war room on Frank speech too, by the way. So Lindell's going to be addressing this stuff every night and Lindell in his own environment where he's not trying to uh, battle against a commercial break on the media and he's not trying to battle against uh, these fake news people who are trying to throw him off course all the time. Like he is able to lay it down very clearly and it is worth watching. So I think everyone should keep an eye on Mike Lindell and on Frank's speech. And I think that we're probably past the point of having realistic and justifiable doubts about what Mike Lindell is doing and saying. He is telling the truth and he is doing the right thing. He would not have been at Bedminster the night after the cyber symposium with Donald Trump if he had messed up the election integrity movement, okay?
the doubts were generated by CIA shill Larry Johnson, some reporters who echoed those doubts, and by a guy named Josh Merritt and some others who were infiltrating to cast doubt and to lie about the situation. And now you have Josh Merritt on recordings lying. So all of the sources of doubt have now been fully refuted. Mike Lindell could always be trusted. But if you don't trust him now, then there's something off with your discernment. And before I go, I want to read this statement that uh, General Flynn put out. He actually put this out on Sunday, and I, I meant to get to it yesterday. But here it is. Regarding Afghanistan and beyond, I believe we have passed the point of salvation for our senior military leaders and politicians. We have allowed military and civilian lawyers, read rules of engagement restrictions, to become all-powerful and our generals, indecisive and risk-averse, to become nothing more than career-seeking politicians. Those are two big reasons we have continued to fight and lose wars. We are trained at participating in wars and untrained at winning wars since World War II. Afghanistan is a sad situation, as were the Kurds in Iraq. But at least Trump pushed our respect internationally. Being tough and smart is better than being tough and stupid. Today, I don't believe America is respected the way we were only a few short months ago. More countries visit China these days than come to the U.S., and China is prepped to recognize the Taliban once they declare the Islamic State simply to embarrass us. My sense is Taiwan is having some incredibly uncomfortable internal discussions. American apathy is likely starting to sink in, as are a lot of U.S. allies in Europe. I also believe China is doing a lot of wargaming of costs and benefits currently with respect to the South China Sea and Europe. We are now in a fully engaged information war. Soon it may be worse. I pray our senior military leadership is intensely planning all options. The best plan offers the most options at the last possible moment. So now we wait. Trust me, our enemies are not waiting. They plan and they don't care about stupid mask policies or fake insurrection BS. Our enemies will be working on the next three vulnerabilities we haven't even thought about. I believe China, uh, Russia and China are clear eyed on our corrupt political leadership that they and many other nations no longer respect nor fear. America will come back and soon, but it will come at a cost. If the bureaucracy in Washington, D.C., especially DOD, state and the intelligence community want to keep acting like utopian ideologues, we will lose. If you find your courage, we will win. I say step up, stand up and straighten up your backbones. Demand far better from your leaders and let's start winning again. And I second that. I will be back tomorrow at the same reasonable time on the same reasonable podcast network. I don't have a network. Masks and lockdowns don't work. They lied to you about a pandemic and Joe Biden will never be president. Goodbye. Whether you're a total newbie to podcasting or even if you've had a show before like me, you know how intimidating it can be to start your show. The tech side especially can be daunting. That's why I'm so grateful Anchor exists. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. They knock down all the barriers to entry. Let me explain. First off, it's free. I don't know how or why, but I'm happy about it. The platform's great. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. I can't even begin to describe how much easier it was to get my show on all the major platforms this time than it was a few years ago. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's right. You build your show, you make money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place, and the company is committed to the success of its content creators. Go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks for listening. Please follow the podcast on Instagram and Parlor at I'm Your Moderator.
Soon I'll be up on Rumble with a video aspect. In the meantime, if you'd like to support the show, I have a Substack. I'm your moderator.substack.com where you can donate or you can donate at anchor.fm by searching Be Reasonable with your moderator, Chris Paul. I hope to see you soon. Back out on the rain. Acting as moderator for tonight's broadcast. It's hell!